From me, Father Emil, yes, a very warm welcome to As the Sun Sets. There's we come to the end of the day, time for us just to settle down. And some of us have our breviaries, some of us have our Bibles, and I suppose some of you are saying, I wonder what psalms he's going to be using today. So let me just tell you before we begin our program that the psalms we're going to be using are Psalm 19, or in some Bibles, 20, and Psalm 20. All right, there we go. So you can find those psalms, you can mark them in your Bibles. That's what we're going to be using today. Psalm 19 and 20, and from Revelations chapter 4, is the canticle that we're going to be using. So, thank you for joining me, Father Emil. Stay tuned to Radio Veritas and pray with us as we begin. O God, come to our aid. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia. Living water's flow. 
Now our God reigns, and power belongs to Christ, is anointed. Alleluia. Psalm 19 or 20, Prayer for a King Before Battle. May the Lord answer in time of trial. May the name of Jacob's God protect you. May he send you help from his shrine and give you support from Zion. May he remember all your offerings and receive your sacrifice with favor. May he give you your heart's desire and fulfill every one of your plans. May we ring out our joy at your victory and rejoice in the name of our God. May the Lord grant all your prayers. I am sure now that the Lord will give victory to his anointed, will reply from his holy heaven with the mighty victory of his hand. Some trust in chariots or horses, but we, in the name of the Lord, they will collapse and fall, but we shall hold and stand firm. Give victory to the King, O Lord. Give answer on the day we call. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Now our God reigns, and power belongs to Christ, his anointed. Alleluia. You have assumed your great power. You have begun your reign. Alleluia. Psalm 20, Thanksgiving for a King's Victory. O Lord, your strength gives joy to the King. How your saving help makes him glad. You have granted him his heart's desire. You have not refused the prayer of his lips. You came to meet him with the blessings of success. You have set on his head a crown of pure gold. He asked you for life, and this you have given, days that will last from age to age. Your saving help has given him glory. You have laid upon him majesty and splendor. You have granted your blessings to him forever, and you have made him rejoice with the joy of your presence. The king has put his trust in the Lord. Through the mercy of the Most High, he shall stand firm. O Lord, arise in your strength. We shall sing and praise your power. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. You have assumed your great power. You have begun your reign. Alleluia. May your whole creation serve you, Lord, for you spoke, and they came into being. Alleluia. Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. 
Worthy are you, O Lord, to take the scroll and to open its seals. For you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed men for God from every tribe and tongue and people and nation. You have made us a kingdom and priests to our God, and we shall reign on earth. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. May your whole creation serve you, for you spoke and they came into being. Alleluia. Well, our Gospel reading today is taken from the Gospel according to John. It's the Tuesday of the, first, of the fifth week of Easter. Tuesday of the fifth week of Easter. John chapter 14, 27 to 31. John chapter 14, verses 27 to 31. Jesus said to his disciples, Peace I bequeath to you. My own peace I give you, a peace the world cannot give. This is my gift to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled or afraid. You heard me say, I am going away and shall return. If you loved me, you would have been glad to know that I am going to the Father. For the Father is greater than I. I have told you this now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you may believe. I shall not talk with you any longer, because the Prince of this world is on his way. He has no power over me. But the world must be brought to know that I love the Father. And that I'm going, I'm doing exactly what the Father told me. Well, the Gospel today talks to us about those final moments of Jesus when he's gathered together with his disciples in that upper room. And sometimes we think that there were only the eleven there, 
Now, there were many more, I would believe. Many more of his disciples were gathered in that upper room. It was a big room, and that's where Jesus was talking to his disciples. And they knew that somehow the end had come, that the end was very near. Today, in the Gospel, chapter 14, Jesus says, I shall not talk with you any longer. And yet John goes on for another three chapters with Jesus talking to his disciples. And we come to the wonderful, that great priestly prayer of Jesus. But today, what Jesus talks about in the gospel is so beautiful. He's, he's aware that he's, lead, that he's going shortly. And they're also aware that, that something is going to be happening. So he says, I leave you peace. Peace I bequeath to you. My own peace I give you. A peace the world cannot give. This is my gift to you. And then he says, don't let your hearts be afraid or troubled. You've heard me say that I'm going away and I shall return. If you love me, you should be glad to know that I am going to the Father. So there he takes his disciples on this journey to the Father. He says, I'm leaving you, but I'm going to leave you that gift of peace, that peace which only the Father can give. And you must rejoice and be happy that I'm going to the Father. And even though Jesus was aware that what was going to be happening in the next day or two was going to be something terrible, that he was going to be nailed to a cross, that he was going to give his life, yet he could bequeath peace to his disciples. He, was, he somehow had a strength in him that he could share with his disciples. And that strength that he had was his intimacy with the Father. And that's why throughout his life we see Jesus going to the mountainside, getting up early in the morning just to be with the Father. That was his strength. And sometimes in our own lives, we, we also find ourselves in difficult situations, almost as though we too are being crucified or nailed to the cross. We find ourselves in situations where we're going through a difficult patch in our marriage or you're going through a difficult patch at your workplace or wherever it happens to be, your relationships with people. And we find that there is no peace there. There is no equanimity. There's no uh, balance in our lives. And we sometimes wonder where can we find that strength that we need just to carry on, just to be at peace with ourselves. And for Jesus... That peace that he experienced in the very depths of his being was a peace that flowed from his relationship to the Father, his relationship with the Father. That oneness that he had with the Father that he encountered every day of his life, especially when he went up into the mountainside in the early morning to spend with his Father, that was, that's where he got his strength. He's just being with the Father. I want to say this evening that we also need to find our strength. You know, we come to the end of the day now, and I know some of you are sitting with your breviaries in your hands, your little candles are lit, but I know also that some of you, yes, are lying in bed now, and it's, it's nice just to lie in bed and to, to hear me going on and on about the Psalms or about the, the Scriptures or about Jesus, and you're tired. It's been a long day. It's been a day maybe where you've you feel fulfilled at the end of the day, but maybe you also feel hmm, it's been a rough day, it's been a difficult day. And so we come to the end of the day and we're just looking for that peace. We just want to sleep, we want to, 
Lord, we give ourselves to you. I come to the end of the day and I simply say, thank you for all that you've done for me today. Now we need to find our strength, our strength with the Father, just as Jesus found his strength with the Father. He knew, Jesus knew, that the end was nigh, that the end was very near. And so he he says, I want you all to be in be at peace. Be one with the Father as I have been one with the Father. I give you peace. Don't be afraid. And so often we are afraid, aren't we? Don't be afraid. I'm telling you all this now before it happens, he says. I'm not going to be with you any longer. But the, the prince of this world is on his way, but he has no power over me. The world must be brought to know that I love the Father and that I'm doing exactly what the Father told me to do. That I love the Father. The prince of this world has no power over me. Jesus will show this in his resurrection. So, as we listen to the gospel today, let's latch on to what is important. Be one with the Father, as Jesus was one with the Father, and speaks about his Father, and he says, uh, the world must be brought to know that I love the Father. Do we love the Father? I suppose you'd say, yes, we do. But sometimes we're a bit too tired to love the Father. Let's just place ourselves in the presence of the Lord and say, Lord, you love me. Thank you for the love that you have for me. Thank you that you can look past all my sins and transgressions and faults and failings and say to me in my weakness and my nothingness, I love you. And thank you, Lord, for that peace that Jesus bequeaths to us. Peace. I bequeath to you. My own peace I, le I leave with you and I give you. And thank you, Lord, for reassuring us not to let our hearts be troubled or afraid. Help us, Lord, to have confidence in you, you who are our strength, you who accompany us as we go through life, you who always were one with Jesus on the mountainside, giving him strength, giving him what he needed, that peace, that equanimity, that oneness with you, that peace which only you can give. We pray, Lord, give us that peace and give us a quiet night's rest. The disciples rejoiced, Alleluia, Alleluia. They saw the Lord. The disciples rejoiced, Alleluia, Alleluia. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. The disciples rejoiced, Alleluia, Alleluia. If you loved me, said Jesus, you would be glad that I am going to the Father. Alleluia. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has looked with favour on his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. 
He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. If you loved me, you would be glad that I'm going to the Father. Alleluia. And now, let us pray to Christ, rejoicing. Christ, who was buried in the heart of the earth to awake in the light of glory, King of glory, hear us. We pray for bishops, priests, deacons. May they be dedicated to their ministry. Grant that they present to you a people ready for every kind of good work. And we pray for those who serve the church as teachers of the faith. May they always seek your truth with sincerity of heart. We pray for all the faithful. May they run the great race, finish the course. Let them receive the crown of victory in the kingdom of heaven. And Lord, you cancelled on the cross our sentence of damnation. Free us from the darkness of our sins. You descended into hell and opened wide its gates. Receive the faithful departed into your Father's house. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord God, in the resurrection of Christ, your Son, you created and you create us anew for eternal life. Grant your people firmness in faith and constancy in hope. Let us never doubt that you will fulfill what we know you have promised. And we make our prayer confidently in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit as God forever and ever. Amen. And now may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you always. Before the world was made, God chose us in Christ to be His adopted ones and to live through love with
then we shall live with Him. If we endure with Him, then we shall reign with That's where we leave it this evening. It's been lovely being with you for the last half hour. I know that many of you just love waiting for this program. Well, it's good being with you. I also look forward to the program, knowing that there are just so many of you out there who join me at this time just to say thank you to the Lord for the gift of this day. Well, in the minute that's left, let me just remind you about the... the um, uh, the pilgrimage I'm taking to Rome in September, from the 2nd to the 11th of September, to the canonization of Mother Teresa of Calcutta. She will be declared a saint on the 4th of September, and we hope to have 30 or 40 pilgrims coming on the journey. It's a combined pilgrimage between ourselves, or with ourselves and the Southern Cross. I'll be leading, I'll be the spiritual director of that program, and uh, hopefully I'll be strong enough at that time. Uh, but I'm really hoping and I'm looking forward to that pilgrimage from the 2nd to the 11th of September. Going to Rome, Assisi, Rome and Assisi, and those are very beautiful places to go to. So do think about it and uh, start saving your money. The more people we have going on the pilgrimage, the cheaper it will be in the long run. So there it is. If you'd like to know more about it, go to the website, fowlertours.co.za, fowlertours.co.za, Better still, give Gail a call and say you heard about it on the radio and you'd like to know more about it. So Gail Fowler, I'm going to give her a number, her number right now. Please just make a note of this and give her a call. 076-352-3809. 076-352-3809. Speak to Gail and ask her about the pilgrimage. So that's all we have time for. For me, Father Emil, it's good night and God bless. And I hope you're going to have a wonderful, quiet night's rest. <laughs>